Hey, Tiffany. Hey, Kat. Welcome to Greening Up My Act, where I apparently obsessively talk about the butt area of human <laughs> Because tonight we're talking about toilet paper versus bidets. Okay. Nice. Yes. All about the crotch and the butts. Oh, yeah. Up in this joint. Well, according to Cottonelle, who is a toilet paper producer, the average person in America uses nearly 13,000 sheets of toilet paper a year. Oh, my God. That's 150 rolls each, based on regular rolls being 150 sheets each. As you may know, toilet paper, like most paper in the U.S., comes from trees. Mm -hmm. In fact, toilet paper comes, most of it comes from virgin tree pulp. So this isn't recycled material or like wood planks that are turned into. It's new trees cut down in Canada's borealis forests. And that's about 384 trees per person over an average American's lifetime just to wipe your butt. Wow. Now, all of that TP has to go somewhere, and at almost 28 pounds per person per year in the U.S., that's a lot of waste going into your water system, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Toilet paper is designed to dissolve and then be composted with other waste products. Still, it's a single-use paper product made of virgin fiber. So if you use so-called flushable wipes or, God forbid, flush tampons or anything else, these items don't break down in the water at all mm-hmm. and have to be removed through a series of mesh filters and then either go to a landfill or an incinerator neither of which are good for the environment. Also, it takes water to create toilet paper. You talked about the use of water in creating paper in your paper recycling episode. A single roll of toilet paper needs 37 gallons of water to be produced. A single roll? Yes. You said 37 gallons? 37 gallons. Jesus Christ. And then there's the chemical pollution. In order to produce toilet paper, a tree is cut down and sent to a pulp processing mill where it's put through a chipping process. The wood chips are mixed with chemicals and turned into pulp, which has to be bleached to become our pristine TP. And they used to use chlorine bleach to do this, which is your fave, as I know. (laughs) But they've since switched to elemental chlorine-free bleach since the 1990s, which still releases chlorine gas into the atmosphere as a byproduct. And then you got to deal with all that chemically treated wastewater. Now, this is not to mention the other emissions caused by shipping the pulp to different parts of the world just to get it processed, then operating the machinery to manufacture it, which uses electricity, and then stamp it into shape, cut it up, and of course, ship it out to stores for Americans to buy. Good Lord. All of this to say toilet paper is a nightmare. (laughs) And I would like to introduce you to the bidet. Oh, the bidet. Yes. Nice. All right. Yeah, I'm excited because uh, we have one in our house. Oh, yeah. It was one of those like COVID purchases. Oh, yeah. Everybody was running out of toilet paper. So that's a huge but- part of this is is most of the stuff praising bidets came out in like April of 2020 when everyone yeah. was hoarding toilet paper. Not surprising. Out. Yes. But okay. So what is a bidet? It is a French word because the wash basin was first used in France in the 1600s. And then spread to the rest of Europe in the 18th century, and then on to Latin America, the Middle East, and Asia. In fact, currently, 80% of Japanese households have a toilet with a bidet function. Yes. The ones in Japan are amazing. I have heard. Have have you been to Japan? Yes. Okay. They have like 45 settings, which I never figured out. And I I got like stuck on it because I couldn't figure out how to turn it off. I was like, Joe, help me. Stop it. (laughs) 
Yes, they sing to you. They open automatically. They warm the seat. They do all. Kinds they have of lights. They're mm-hmm. yeah. They're warm. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The reason we don't use bidets in the U.S. is because, as we noted in our episode on period products several weeks ago, we're a bunch of prudes. <laughs> That's it. That's the reason. It is disgusting <laughs> wiping your butt with toilet paper. If you get dirt, any or like, say you have chocolate on your hands, do you just go and use a Kleenex and wipe? <laughs> No, you go, you wash your hands. That is true. I never th- made that comparison. If you get dirt anywhere else on your body, you wash it off with water. Mm-hmm. Why is our butthole the only thing we use paper <laughs> ineffectively? <laughs> Arguably the grossest byproduct we produce. And we're just like, you lose paper. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> anyway, okay. So bidets, most Americans... When America, America separated from the, you know, England, bidets weren't a thing yet there. And oh. so it's kind of a continental European thing to have a bidet. And by the time America was building itself, there wasn't really room in washrooms for it in the 1920s when you started building indoor plumbing, et cetera. They didn't make space for bidets. And also, most of Americans' exposure to bidets was French brothels during World War II. Oh. So American soldiers came back and was like, not in my house. <laughs> We're not having French brothel stuff in my house. It's too too obscene. So, you know, they were seen as lascivious. They're also kind of intimate, you know. Yeah. But, uh, although wiping your butt with paper is also very I mean, intimate. <laughs> so, so anyway, but that's why we don't use bidets in the U.S. You know, tactically, our bathrooms are too small. Well, not not anymore. Anymore, yeah. Yes, yes. Thanks to modern technology. Good lord, are they humongoid? Yeah, mine is not, but it's it's an old house. Yeah, well, it would take so to get so in France, a bidet looks like a sink for children, basically. Yes, and you kind of sit on it and maneuver around. You have to you have to be willing to like splash yourself and touch things. Um, Most people in the U.S. can't install a bidet. Like that, a standalone bidet that's separate from your toilet in your yeah. house because it take plumbing, you know, rewiring, all these things. But with modern bidet attachments or washlets, it's extremely easy to do. Oh, yeah. So what we used, what I used, okay, the Tushy bidet, which we have an Amazon link to it, or you could go to hellotushy.com. That's the one I've used. Nice. I don't know what the brand was for mine, but it was like seriously 20 or 25 bucks on Amazon. We've had it for like since the pandemic. So yeah, I've had mine since 2017. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. So it's been five years or six years. It's been like, yeah, five or six years. I also talk a little bit about bamboo toilet paper and there's a brand called who gives a crap. Yeah. I've seen their ads. Yeah. So I've definitely, I bought my ex-husband a hundred rolls of them because he complained about my toilet paper in my house in Albuquerque being too thin. So I bought him really nice toilet paper that was sustainable. Um, that was the first gift I ever gave him actually for his birthday. That's funny. Yeah. Cute, right? Well, I will also, you, I don't know if you go into this, but I will say my dad knows a lot about like how to take care of a house basically. Yeah. And he... He came here and he was like, this toilet paper is way too thick. This is never – because we have a septic system in our house. He's like, this will never disintegrate. Yeah. And so I've switched to Scott, but it's horrible. I know. My dad – we're talking about our dad's poo-poo shoots here, but my dad (laughs) hates thick toilet paper. 
like my mom says, my, he's never said this to me, so I'm sorry, dad, if you're listening. Mom told me <laughs> that it gives him the creeps, like thick, soft toes. So in my house growing so up, we always funny. had Scott tissue. Okay. But it well, may have better. been, yeah. it may have been not that it was like the feeling of it, but the fact that my dad was like, I care about our septic system. <laughs> it could have been. Yeah. Because yeah. my dad said, if, if you put your toilet paper in a jar of water and yes. shake it up and it doesn't dissolve, then yeah. you're basically ruining your You're just clogged. I mean, and this is, don't use flushable wipes either. Okay. Right. Well, it's, those aren't flushable. Yeah. And tampons. Yeah. I know they say they're flushable, but they are not. It's, I don't know how they get away with saying that, but yeah. I know. I, I guess because it'll pass through the pipe in a small amount and then get just cleaned out, you know, right. like you said, yeah, it's solid not going to clog your toilet instantly, right. but yeah. down the line. Yeah. So good on our dads for being smart. Yes. Plumber types. <laughs> now Joey's like cursing him, but it's fine. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I get the man I'm dating makes fun of me for, I've always, I'm like, I don't care. I also don't use toilet paper that much because I have a bidet. So anyway. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. So here are my myriad sources. Obviously, you started with Cottonelle. How much toilet paper should you use? Uh, an article from Vox. America has never embraced bidets. The toilet paper shortage could change that. Mm -hmm. Then we have um, a website called Ecoy, and they did a rundown on toilet paper versus bidets, which is greener. Um, and that's out of Australia. Then we had Brightly. Are bidets better than toilet paper? The Good Roll, How Toilet Paper Waste Hurts the Environment. Science Focus, What Happens to Toilet Paper. Real Paper, Bamboo Toilet Paper 101, Everything You Need to Know. Cloud Paper, Eco-Friendly and Sustainable Toilet Paper, Bamboo versus Recycled. Uh, the Center for Biological Diversity, Why Isn't All Toilet Paper Made from Recycled Content. Hmm. Storables, how much, how much Does Toilet Paper Cost? The Cleveland Clinic is Using a Bidet Healthy. And then some from Tushy. Their sustainability page was blank. <laughs> oh, God. I've seen that so many times in my research. Yeah. It's just like several like they, companies. Yeah. They have, set it up and then it's. Yeah. Or it's like, I don't know if they don't prioritize it enough. So they just let the link fail. I don't know what yeah. goes on. That's just so interesting. Something. Well, they did have a link to their give back program with Samagra, which okay. was also discussed on a website called Bidet Genius. Why you should think twice before buying a Tushy Bidet. Nice. And the reason okay. you should think twice before buying a, push, a tushy bidet is basically they just gush about how great they are. So anyway. What? Right. Okay. I, hate <laughs> I know. I think a lot of people will find that these a lot of these sources are kind of biased because they are bamboo or recycled toilet paper manufacturers. Gotcha. But they still discussed how bad toilet paper is for the environment. Yeah. So I use them as sources. Um, okay. Just so you know. Okay. So is a bidet easy to do? A bidet. A bidet. Sort of. Okay. Yes, it is It is relatively easy, but you got to install it. Okay. Mm -hmm. The tushy and other washlet style bidets or wands are easy to install as long as you know where your water line is at your toilet. So they don't use dirty toilet water. They don't even use it out of like the basin or... Um, that would be sorry. disgusting. Yeah. But yeah. The bowl? Um, no, that's the bottom. Good Lord. My dad would be embarrassed. I know. <laughs> The, tank? the bowl, because the bowl is where you poop it too. Yeah, the tank is that the one? The tank. Part? Thank you. I'm like, uh, I know what it's called. Yes, the tank. I did it. Good job. Yes, the tank. So it doesn't even take it from the tank. It takes it from the before the water gets to your toilet, right? From the right. wall, basically. Yeah. It goes between your toilet and the tank, or between the wall and your tank. Okay. 
So basically all you do, and I have done this, you turn off your water line at the toilet first, otherwise you're going to get wet. Then you unscrew the toilet seat, put the bidet attachment down, screw the toilet seat on over it, and it's like set up so that you're not like 30 feet in the air, you know. <laughs> um, it doesn't even touch the toilet seat really. It's like it goes around the toilet seat. Yeah, it's just kind of like on the back. Yeah. And then you attach the bidet's water line to your toilet water line, turn the water back on, and voila. Yeah, I didn't do it. Joe did it, but it took him like 10 minutes. Yeah, I've done it. I did it here at my house. So. Yeah. Now, if you get a fancier bidet that will sing to you and warm the seat, you're going to need electricity. All right. Um, Tushy also sells a version of this. Tushy also sells a version that connects to your hot water line, which you have to do through the sink. Okay, yeah. That would be glorious, though, I will say, because yeah. it can get cold in the it winter. It can get chilly. It can. Well, in Texas, because it's been 105 degrees for so long, our... Regular tap water is 85 degrees, so it's quite oh delightful, Karen, for the bidet, not from drinking from the sink. Yeah. So if you want a warm wash, you do it that way. Okay, fine. But you also need to keep the bidet nozzle clean, just like you do with your period products. But that's not hard if you clean your toilet regularly, mm-hmm. right? They have a um, – Tushy has a wash nozzle function, which I always turn on before I squirt my bum. So that it just kind of rinses water out of it before you shoot it up your butt. But then also when I clean my toilet, you can pull the nozzle down and kind of use an all-purpose cleaner in there. Sometimes if I use bleach on my toilet, and I know we're, I'm just using the bleach until I'm done with it. But if I use bleach in my toilet, I will use bleach in there and then make sure I rinse it really well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of American bathrooms don't have the space for a full-size separate bidet, as we mentioned. But washlets and attachments make it a lot easier. Okay, now to use a bidet. So that's just installing the bidet. That's part of the ease of use, right? To use a bidet, you do your business, and then you turn on the water your bidet and aim it where it needs to go. With these washlets, they have nozzles that you can aim up. The Tushy Classic just lets you kind of aim different parts of your butt. And then the Tushy Spa allows you to aim for your vajayjay as well. But you can also just, okay, for the record, sorry, everyone, the nozzle thing on mine, the the mechanism that moves it is broken so you just turn it on and kind of aim your butt <laughs> where it's that's going. how yeah we don't have ours is so cheap it doesn't have yeah. a nozzle so you just like you just aim around. your butt <laughs> yeah but that's fine it's fine don't turn it on when you're not sitting on it because you're gonna spray a water out oh of yeah the it shoots up and then you can control on mine you can control how hard or soft the water is mm-hmm. so this is another reason that americans are kind of skeptical about the days yes the Tushy, all of the companies that I use today, Tushy and the What the Crap toilet paper brand are just very cheeky, literally cheeky in their marketing. They like to use cuss words and like, mm-hmm. they're not fooling around. They're telling you straight up, you're, they call the Tushy the Ass Blaster 5000 in some of their advertising. So you can get that water pressure up there so that it will power wash your butthole, <laughs> which I find to be somewhat uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. It can be way too intense. Yeah. I turn mine on like one and it's plenty. Yeah. And then you use your hand, kind of like you would in the shower. And if you're grossed out by that, the water washes the solid matter off of your hands the same as it would in the shower. And then you wash your hands after you poop, people. Always. <laughs> I don't care if you're at home and you have the cleanest toilet in the world. You always wash your hands after you poop. Just well, like yeah. That. But that is so interesting because I don't do that. So I was going to. Okay. That's- you can use. Yes. Use your hand. Wow, that's new. Okay. Because I always like follow up with toilet paper. I, but I see now. Yeah. I sometimes just because out of habit, I will wipe with like two pieces of toilet paper and then do the wash. 
when it and you're also kind of like soaking wet so well that's the thing i also keep a little container of rags not like cleaning rags but like face rags wash rags or towels hand towels on the top of my toilet tank in a little basket and then okay blot dry and you only use it once yeah then i wash it i just so, i wash towels every week and wow okay this is like a fascinating system yeah it's like a whole other level that we never experienced yeah and i also i'll like pat down the you know dry my butt and whatever and then also wipe down the toilet seat because it usually gets soaking wet because of the right. blaster aspect <laughs> so but yeah i mean it's again huh it's less you're you know if you're an american who just wants to flush things on the toilet and never see them again this is going to be problematic for you but you're also cutting down 387 trees just to wipe your butt so right get used to it interesting all right i'm gonna try it okay but yeah, just make sure you wash your hands. Pat dry. You can even use toilet paper to pat dry. Although it might dissolve because it's wet. Yeah. Um, well, at least it's, yeah, it might, especially with Scott. But yeah, um, yeah. at least it's less. That's kind of yeah. how I think of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's less toilet paper. They say you, one of the statistics here is you can cut down your toilet paper usage by like 92%. Wow. If you're still going to use toilet paper. So, okay. Is it cost effective? Basically, yes. However, we're getting into the same problem we got into with period products. There is an upfront cost. Okay. Yeah. You can get a bidet attachment on Amazon for 30 to 40 bucks. I can't comment on the quality of those things. Like you said, it's not going to have all the bells and whistles, but you can get it for 30 bucks. Yeah. And mine's been fine, to be totally honest. Yeah. I don't. I mean, we want to get like one of the fancy ones, but it's not necessary at all. Yeah. You can just, I mean, um, the basic Tushy, the Tushy Classic was $69 when I bought it. It's $69 still. And of course it's $69. Like of said, course. It's their marketing. But it's $69 on Amazon. They're pricier from the website. They're charging currently $99 for the Classic, $129 for the Spa, and $399 for their remote-controlled fancy toilet seat, which is usually $600, which is insane. Whoa. But you can also get a hose attachment which may be a little bit more cost effective. They're about 28 bucks or so. Okay. And they, they just attach the water line the same way. And then they have like a hook that sits under the lid of your toilet um, tank. Huh. And you just kind of hang that there. Now, I, I like the hose attachments. I've used them in when I've traveled in the Middle East because you can get a little bit more angle going. Yeah. So you can kind of – and. I mean, it's it's not as simple as just turning it on and sitting there while it washes your butt for you. But, you know, I, I like them. Yeah, I know people who use those for disposable diapers. Oh, yeah. Sorry, not disposable. Reusable, Reusable diapers. You rinse it off in the toilet and then, yeah, yeah. it's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, the top of the line toilet seat attachments can run up to $600. You can also get a full toilet that's a bidet, but that can be in the thousands of dollars. Yeah. So. You know, it just depends on how much you want to spend and, like, how much you want your toilet to sing to you in the morning when you get up. <laughs> I don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need that, no. Yeah. And as we mentioned before, a full-size bidet that's separate from your toilet, of course, would take a whole remodel, probably, of your bathroom with plumbing yeah. work. So I would call a general contractor if you're interested in that, but also, like, why? Right. Yeah, exactly. The yeah. The ones that's... Yeah, the ones that sit on your toilet make way more sense. They do. And like you said, you can get the super fancy one. So it's yeah. like, why? Okay, they can break down, again, especially the cheaper ones, because you're sitting on it all the time. Um, 
um, I've had mine for about five years. Again, the aiming mechanism for the nozzle has broken and there's like a crack in a non-functional area where it doesn't matter, Mm -hmm. but it still works like a charm. Right. So in terms of cost effectiveness, let's say you're buying toilet paper at 20 to 50 cents a roll, 50 is on the high end. You're spending about 30 to $75 a year on toilet paper for yourself or like $120 at minimum for a family of four, right? Wow. So buying yeah. one, say, $70 bidet every like five to 10 years, pretty good investment. Yes. Now, again, a lot of American families don't have that kind of scratch up front. If you're worried about paying the electric bill and for food, you're not going to pull 70, 30 to $70 together to get a bidet attachment. Right. It would be cool if rental properties included them, you know. Yeah. I wonder of... if you could request. You can request some things sometimes. Yeah. Like I, I know people who request to uh, swap out the toilet seats yeah. themselves. I wonder if yeah. you just be like, can you, if you're going to put a new one on, can you just Yeah. Can you, you just give one? me a bidet? I think it'd be, I mean, be a really good investment for them because it would save them, especially if, you know. You're not regulating what your tenants are using for toilet paper and then you're giant. Again, but that would come with an educational upfront issue too because people don't know how to bidets that can break them, blah, blah, blah. blah. Yeah. There's all that. But even if you still use some toilet paper, you're going to use a lot less of it with a bidet than you would otherwise. So yes, it is cost effective in that sense. Cool. Is it actually more sustainable? Hell yes, definitely. So even recycled toilet paper takes way more water to to make a single roll than using a bidet. A bidet takes an eighth of a gallon of water for every usage. An eighth of a gallon? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. A little spritz. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, that's less, you know, running your sink, what is two gallons a minute, did we say? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so you run a bidet for 15 to 20 seconds, you're using an eighth of a gallon. Huh. Yeah. Most bidets are made of plastic and metal, uh, stainless steel. Usually the nozzles are. They do deplete the earth's resources in that sense. And there are chemical issues created on the front end. But again, you're buying one every 10 years, five to 10 years. Yeah. So they last a long time. You're definitely saving water and trees. And Lord knows we need trees. Also, according to Bidet Genius, Tushy is a conscious, eco-conscious brand. They have a give-back program with Samagra, which is an organization that builds safe latrines for families in rural India. If you know anything about rural India, it's a huge issue for human waste product. They don't have running water in most homes, but also rape for women. If they go out into a field and go to the restroom, that's when little girls and women get raped most of the time. So it's it's a human rights issue, it's a human safety issue, it's a hazardous waste issue. So that's a that's a huge thing. Also, they said in 2019 that they were becoming a carbon neutral brand. I didn't find any more on that. Um, they're saying they're going to offset their carbon emissions, which I guess means building trees. So Tushy does also sell toilet paper and paper towel products and cleaning products. So maybe that's why they took down their sustainability model you know because yeah maybe feel like you can really make toilet paper and say that you're well i don't know we'll talk about that in a minute yeah hmm. but again their sustainability page is blank although there was a link to the give back program so that looks to be legit okay 
So other things to consider. Bamboo toilet paper is a is a big popular option. It only takes 0. 0.6, 0. 0.59 gallons of water to produce a roll of bamboo toilet paper. So that's like way less than a regular roll of toilet paper. Yeah. Still How much was a regular roll? 37 gallons. God, jeez. I know. Christ. Also, they claim that bamboo toilet paper breaks down better in the sewer than other types of toilet paper, even though it's still soft. Um, and they use fewer chemicals to break it down. So Tushy says that their brand is just 100% bamboo. That's it. Hmm. Which is like, okay. I wonder if this – is this similar at all to like bamboo fabric? That's what – so Tushy said there's no rayon. They don't turn it into okay. a rayon. So it's not processed. It's not turned into plastic. Basically. Okay. Yeah, because if you hadn't heard our Unpaper Towels episode, I figured out that my – bamboo rayon on paper towels were actually like not good yeah yeah <laughs> even though it's bamboo so mm-hmm. i'm super skeptical of bamboo but this is interesting yeah i mean if you must use toilet paper bamboo again you're not cutting down trees and you're using less water although we talked about the sustainability of growing bamboo is an issue i'm, I'm not 100 percent sold on it also you can get unbleached toilet paper if you don't mind brown toilet paper which i'm like who cares you're wiping your butthole with it <laughs> If you care about the lily whiteness of your freaking toilet paper. I've never seen unbleached that I can I think know, of. No, right? There's this American hygiene thing. We need bleached tampons and bleached everything, right? I'm everything has to be white. perfectly white and pristine. It's gross. Come on. It's worse for you. Okay, huh. now recycled toilet paper is another option. And I think a lot of people just get the ick from this, but it makes more sense. It uses office paper, newspaper, and cardboard. And again, similar to making recycled any paper product is you, you know, break it down to a pulp, shred it, soak it, and then mm-hmm. reform it, right? But because it doesn't need to be retreated for chemicals already used to make it paper, it doesn't, it saves on those bleaching chemicals. Oh, interesting. Paper. Yeah. It's already white paper mostly. Okay. Huh. Again, you can't recycle toilet paper after you use it. <laughs> so that's the end of its recyclable life. Right. As we know, recyclable paper can only be recycled about seven times. So. Yeah. But interestingly, only 2% of America of America's toilet paper use is 100% recycled paper. So 98%. Wait, 2%? Of, yeah. So out of every 100 toilet paper rolls purchased, two of them will be recycled paper. Okay. That's interesting. I also don't – I don't see that many recycled I brands. I think you have to buy it online. Oh, okay. So that's another thing. So that goes back to, again, buying in bulk, which is something what the crap does. It's not available like in regular stores. You buy in bulk. Yeah, I bought my ex-husband a box of 100 rolls of toilet paper. For the wow. Yeah. And you have to have space to store that. Yeah. I stored them all under a sink. I found space for it. <laughs> but yeah, and it lasted like – I mean, he used a lot of toilet paper gonna lie but it lasted a good 10 12 months probably wow yeah and that one is bamboo bamboo but not recycled no but they do have a recycled version they have okay yeah they sell recycled and so does tushy i think okay. most most people in the butt game have both it's out there it's available you can look for it i'm i'm sure whole foods and other hippie stores sell 100 percent recycled toilet paper yeah, um, I think it be- it makes people squeamish, which I can understand. But again, you're not using toilet paper that's been recycled. You're using office paper that's been treated and recycled. <laughs> right. It's not like they're pulling it out of your yeah, septic it's thing not and gross. squishing like it. it back together. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Hopefully not. 
Now let's talk about our granola rating, which is a thing we do every episode. We rate the service or product on a scale of one to five granolas because when you're talking about eco-friendliness, you got to be relatable and granola is relatable. One granola is soggy and that's the worst. And then it goes sticky, chewy, crunchy is a four and break your tooth off is a five because that would be the crunchiest granola you could get, which Mm -hmm. is the best. I'm going to give this a 4.5 out of five. Oh, nice. It's about tooth cracking, but not quite break your tooth off. (laughs) The issue is the cost is a consideration for me. Yeah. A lot of households in the U.S. won't have $70 lying around to buy a bidet, especially if they're already worried about groceries or healthcare or the electric bill. Or daycare. Yeah. Or daycare or (laughs) being laid off or not being able to find a job. Or mortgage. You know, we could go on. There's a lot of reasons. I mean, yeah, millions of Americans are in hunger crisis so yeah i get it you don't you're not going to be buying a bidet also american prudism is a problem once again i say like a barrier to entry is um education Mm -hmm. i i cannot talk enough about how much i love having a bidet how much what a joy it is to go to a bathroom in europe or the middle east and just you've been on an airplane for 12 hours take a dump and rinse (laughs) it's like you have a little mini shower and like you know it's a horse bath, literally. That's where that, you know, you, you're you just rinsing the stinky bits that get the grossest, <laughs> you know, especially if you're on your period. I mean, there's so many reasons to love the day. Yeah. And everybody that I know that has used one is like when Sold. I am in a bathroom that doesn't have one yes. now, I hate it. I Yes. I hate pooping abroad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And Almost by abroad, better. I mean not in my house or in your Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and also like uh, when I was talking about the menstrual cup – couple weeks ago if you have one of those handheld ones and you are in public and the hand and you can rinse your menstrual cup out with that right so it's nice to have and again like you were saying you can use it to rinse off diapers mm-hmm. so those little handheld hoses are pretty handy tp is actually disgusting when you think about it <laughs> and the cleveland clinic also says bidets can arguably considered more sanitary than traditional bottom cleaning methods okay it can provide a better hygiene experience because water can always do a better job than dry toilet paper and removing trace amounts of fecal matter after you poop. Yeah. Also, I mean. you can get fecal matter on your hands or nails if you wipe with your... I mean, you know, proper hand washing hygiene is necessary to avoid the spread of germs, period. And that's especially true after wiping, said Dr. Lee, who was uh, in the Cle- Cleveland Clinic article. Okay. But I also, you know, let's just wash your hands after you poop, y'all, no matter what. <laughs> but especially if you're using toilet paper to wipe. There you go. Well, also, especially if you're using a midday. <laughs> if you're you using know, your like, hand on it. Well, and you, okay, yeah. we have to be aware before there was toilet paper, people used their hands. Right. Or they used, you know, the JCPenney magazine. And there was actually a concern in the 1800s, like some toilet paper companies advertised that they were the ones with the least amount of splinters in them. Oh my God. Because <laughs> it used to be unprocessed, you know, it was just paper. With splinters in it, just wood pulp, you know. So they didn't have <laughs> the was, same processes. So that was their luckily, marketing campaign. Yeah, no US splinters splinter. in your boot. <laughs> so no it's, yeah, splinters. We have today. we have come a long way, but I think bidets are the wave of the future. So yeah, I think, and I think especially after the pandemic, like you said, more and more people are getting on board. Yeah, so maybe America will change its ways. Yeah, I think it's like slow. It's gonna be slow, but yeah, we're slow at everything. Oh uh, yeah, it's okay. 
Yeah, I'm like, that's just so funny that you're like, oh, well, England back in the 1700s wasn't doing it yet. Therefore, we don't do it still. Well, it's interesting. <laughs> it's like, okay, Jesus because Christ. there's a lot. No, there's really some interesting stuff. And I'm sorry to put my historian nerd glasses on. But for no, instance, um, you know how Americans cut our meat, right? And then we put the fork and knife down and switch hands. And yes, like, so yeah. you'll hold uh -huh. the knife in your right hand and your fork in your left to cut it, and then you put it down. Yeah. So that was something that was totally hip to do in continental Europe before the revolution. Whoa. And so it was the polite thing to do. So Americans started doing it because they were all colonials, you know. And then when we split from England. England and the rest of the continental Europe started to just use the just their keep the, left hand. With yeah, keep pork, your fork yeah. or or keep your knife in your left hand. Whatever the you know two hands to eat the whole time. Right. But we never switched back because we were cut off from them. Wow. So That's things like so that. So interesting. Yeah. If if we and and also sometimes we do things specifically just to snub the British, like. I mean, there's all kinds of word choices we use and we're like, we're not going to use your word. I mean, aluminum versus aluminum. We talked right. about that. Americans are like, F you, we're America. We say it the way we want to say it. So that's that's been a part of our history forever. But also like, yeah, if if it didn't come across on the Mayflower. <laughs> it's truly though. That's We crazy. didn't get it, you know, in a lot of ways or, or we did it specifically to spite the British. So there's a lot of that. Yeah. And we, I do think we um, are quite proud of our isolation. So oh, it's absolutely. not something people really want to, I mean, I, I don't like it, but like yeah. a lot of us don't. Oh, yeah. A lot of people, I mean, it, you know, and I, and again, the stubbornness of Americans to pick up what they consider to be impure practices like right. using a bidet is like if really touching yourself with toilet paper is way grosser no you're totally right so that, many levels that chocolate analogy on your hands yes. like i am just imagining using paper towel like just like some sort of dry thing yeah. to try to get it would take it wouldn't work no it doesn't and it doesn't your butt is dirty after you wipe <laughs> even if it comes out clean also you know, hemorrhoids and so many other health concerns, whereas a little stream of water is not going to do that to you. Yeah. And it's not so powerful that it's like going up your butt. No. You're well, not you getting an Probably enema. with the ass blaster, you could probably you get could. there. but Not that far, though. You're not getting a colonoscopy. No. <laughs> or a colonic or whatever. Yeah. It's yeah. not. <laughs> and it's not sexy. It's, you know. No. Even if your bidet sings to you, it's just to ease the pain of pooping. <laughs> right. Okay. This is the grossest episode. <laughs> I thought our period episode was going to be a horror story, but this is <laughs> this is way worse. Is this still in October? I guess it wouldn't be. No, it's in November. Okay, well, sorry, everybody. Well, get your friends a bidet for Christmas, my friends. That's what I recommend. It's going to be on our our gift guide, which we're going to do. Yeah, we need to write that down. I, we do. We started writing our gift guide. We're recording this in early October. Next week, actually, we're doing holiday decorations. Yes. Less waste greeting cards, wrapping paper. So we're going to do an episode that's our anti-Black Friday, Thanksgiving, and eco-friendly holiday gift guide. Yes. Yes, I'm excited. So keep your eyes peeled. Yeah, this is like a personal care season slash holiday season. Yes. Because, hey, holidays are part of personal it, care. It's our first holiday season, and it makes for a great gift guide. Yes. Yeah, because like, yeah, exactly. Because I always try, like last year I had a, a secret Santa, and I got like a little compost bin yeah. for oh. your kitchen counter. You know, it's like I try so hard to get practical things that people actually use yeah. that aren't going to – 
just get either returned or thrown away or right. whatever. So it'd be fun to have um, an eco-friendly white elephant. I wonder how many people would switch for the bidet. Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> yeah, because it's also like the reason we do this podcast is because nobody really knows what is actually sustainable. Yes. So it's, you know, yeah, it's nice to have like a source of yeah. truth. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you very much, Tiffany. Thank you. This was a crappy <laughs> literally crappy episode craptastic fun our time. crappiest episode to date <laughs> i think that's what i'm gonna call it probably our crappiest episode that we'll ever oh, that do, we'll ever do the crappiest you never know ever. We, I mean, we could do a crappier one it's true <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll try to top ourselves yeah maybe compost toilets in the future oh lord <laughs> that's an experience okay yeah i've heard good things actually but yeah yeah they're great for the environment but you got to do it right Ah, it would make sense. Yeah. 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 Okay. (laughs) Well, anyways. Thanks everyone for listening. Like and subscribe if you can, or leave us a review that helps get the word out. We really appreciate you telling friends if you like us. Yes. All of the above. Yeah. Or just one. Or just one. We only have so many friends and only so many of them (laughs) listen to podcasts. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It definitely helps if you just can sing the gospel i don't know yeah it doesn't have to be religious but anyway (laughs) (laughs) on that note buy a bidet get a period product yeah quit being squeamish about your your body that's our that's our religion here (laughs) love it All all right all right talk to you next week see ya bye